Hey, what's up, brother? Welcome to another episode of the Daily Podcast here on WCG. So, for anyone in Canada or the northern part of the U.S., it is freaking cold today. Uh, super, super cold. This is negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit here in Colorado. I don't know where that works out to in Celsius. I could look it up, but... Suffice it to say, it is cold as balls. Uh, but it also makes me feel like I'm actually in my home state. So that's kind of nice. Um, a lot of people move here thinking that it's going to be similar to, you know, wherever they came from, Texas or California. And it's like, bruh, bruh, you're in, you're in the mountains here. You're in high, high desert. It's supposed to be zero degrees and snowy, and part of me is glad that they're uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the selfish part of me. Uh, so, kind of an update. I teased that I would talk about something um, this week at work, um, but I couldn't. I couldn't mention it at the time because you know, kind of, kind of a secret thing. So now I can talk about it. Uh, so we did a private event for the Denver Nuggets, the NBA team, uh, over there at the restaurant. And I was like one of six people that got to work the event. This is pretty neat. Um, Jokic uh, is one of the, considered to be one of the best players in the NBA right now. So he was there. Uh, he was really the only person that I knew by name uh and only by last name <laughs> so uh that is probably why i was chosen to work that event but it was pretty neat the basketball players are i mean we all know they're tall right we all know that they're massive massive people but when you're standing next to somebody who is literally seven feet tall it's an entirely different experience you know um six foot eight doesn't it sounds tall, and maybe it doesn't sound like much different from 6'4", but it's a pretty massive difference. <laughs> so, so I'm walking around, and I feel like I feel like I'm serving giants, man. Like, like I'm in a game of freaking uh, Elden Ring with the trolls. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was serving giant trolls. These men are huge. And Jokic specifically was wearing this jacket, man. It was all square on the shoulders. Uh, one of one of my coworkers said he looks like a door frame. <laughs> um, it was super square. It was kind of wild. But I, I'm looking at this jacket. Everyone was looking at this jacket. And I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, there is no part of me that would fit any part of that jacket. Firstly. Secondly, that thing has to be an entire queen-size comforter worth of fabric that that jacket was just massive obviously i'm exaggerating but not by much it might have been a full size comforter <laughs> that this jacket i shit you not it i shit you not was a blanket for a normal human being i swear i swear to you it was a blanket for a normal human being and you know it was long it went to the middle of his thigh but like this man is just huge, huge. 
crazy to see people that can get that big anyway so that was uh that was my day yesterday uh it was kind of neat it was pretty neat so anyway moving on i'm digging around in my feeds as i do and uh i come across this article in kotaku and my initial reaction was like oh my god it's fucking kotaku just doing their same old shit over here but i don't know i kind of after thinking about it and reading a little a little of the article I read the whole article, but, you know, really chewing on it for a little bit. I'm not sure that I disagree with the author here. Okay, so the headline is, quote, one of Steam's biggest games last month was a police sim not worrying at all. End quote, right? So this goes on to say that, like, there's this game uh, that... It's called Police Simulator Patrol Officers. And it asks you to take up the badge as a cop. And the way she wrote this, like, again, reinforced my initial feeling that, uh, you know, it's just a regular Kotaku bullshit, you know, virtue signaling social justice article. But, uh, because, you know, she says in here, you know, uh, the game asks you to take up the badge as a cop, which actually means harassing citizens with traffic violation citations, arresting them for possession of drugs, chasing graffiti sprayers, and other cop things, right? Um, I mean, like, is it really harassing people for traffic violations? I mean, you can argue that, yes, it is. Like, if someone's light is out, you don't need to give them a ticket. You could just, you know, hey light is out you need to make sure that it's fixed um i it's kind of a stretch to me to say it's harassing people but you know and i'm not going to say that i'm the biggest fan of the police because i'm generally not but you know I, i'm looking at this i'm like uh it's anti-cop anti-rule kind of thing and I'm I'm scrolling through here, and her actual complaint isn't that isn't necessarily with the police or the laws that they have to enforce. Um, her actual complaint is with the reviewers who are out here saying basically that they don't have enough chances to shoot people, right? And that kind of piqued my interest, and that was kind of like. You know, that that's always something that's bothered me. Um, like, even when I was a kid, you know, I didn't, when I was playing Halo, I didn't want to shoot the Marines. I didn't want to kill my own guys, right? I never wanted to do that. But, you know, some of my friends didn't, they didn't care. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to shoot everybody. And they're, mow everybody down. And it always bothered me when I was a kid because it's like, oh, we're the good guys. We're not supposed to kill the good guys. You know, we're supposed to kill the bad guys. But it was never really that big of an issue. It was just I largely chalked it up to my own personal opinion. Um, But like reading this, I can see the concern here, right? Uh, so this is a review 
that was put on this police simulator, right? It, was, it goes, I started my first shift. I saw a lady jaywalking, so I stopped her. She seemed nervous, so I asked for ID. I decided then to search her. She ran. I shot her with my stun gun. I found a switchblade and human teeth, so I arrested her. I called for backup, and they threw her in the paddy wagon, cleaning the streets one person at a time. Okay, so reading this as a person, right? Like, assume that you're you're taking on the role of a police officer here, right? And you know, if I put my if I put myself in the position of a police officer, keeping in mind that I was the kind of kid that didn't like shooting my own guys. When I read this, I'm like, okay, I see Lady J walking. I stop her. Fine, whatever. She seems nervous. You know, of course she's nervous. I'm a fucking cop. So, you know, I don't need to ask for her ID. All I need to do is say, hey, stop jaywalking. But let's say I do ask for her ID. Okay, so I ask for her ID. Um, why would I then search her? All she did was jaywalk. You know, but this person seems to think that that's a totally reasonable thing to do. Right, and they feel justified in this review, at least in my opinion. So he tries to search her. She runs. He shoots her with his stun gun. <laughs> Which, like, we've gone from jaywalking to shooting her with a stun gun. So she's lying on the ground, stunned, being electrocuted, and he searches her right he finds a switchblade which i don't believe is illegal i could be wrong the human teeth is kind of weird but a switchblade and human teeth and you arrest her and this all came about because she was jaywalking uh you know and then it ends with cleaning the streets one person at a time so like that review was concerning to me because I feel like a lot of cops kind of take that stance and I've had more than my share of police interaction. I'll just state that. Uh, a lot of them are cool. A lot of them aren't. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough with my interactions with police, uh, you know, they were, they were chill and, uh, you know, I didn't give them any shit. They didn't give me any shit. I was in the wrong, and I knew it. So, you know, things just proceeded from there. But there are a lot of times where I, you know, there was one time I got stopped while I was driving because there was a crack in the window. And I told my buddy, I was like, don't don't look at the cop. Don't look at the cop. And uh, he turned and looked at the cop, and that's when the cop decided to pull us over. He's like, oh, there's a crack in your window. It's obstructing your view. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, sorry about that. We'll get that fixed, officer. And it's like, you know, tiny things. The police will take any tiny thing, like jaywalking, and turn it into something that doesn't need to be that, Right. And a lot of people will say, well, if you're not hiding anything, why why not just submit? And, uh, you know, it, 
that's the wrong way to go about it, at least in a free society. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right? So, you know, in this review, this lady was guilty of nothing more than jaywalking. Okay, you don't need her ID. You don't need to search her. <laughs> but, you know, this this kind of review and this kind of gameplay takes that that sentiment of like, well, if you have nothing to hide, why are you scared? And justifies it, right? Because it's like human teeth. Why would she have human teeth? And it leads at least some players, in my opinion, to the conclusion that, you know, any random person could be doing something completely illegal, carrying around human teeth from their latest murder. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of, it's just kind of worrying. Now, getting away from that one, there's another review that reads, uh, the pro is you can be a cop. The con is you can't be a bad cop. First thing I did was pull out my pistol and shoot a lady that was jaywalking. I got booted off the job. I couldn't even do the remaining 16 bullets in my mag before reloading and yelling at her not to move. Fun game, but a bit unrealistic. 7 of 10, worth it for ramming your police car into randoms and fleeing the scene. Shoot first, talk later, reads another review. And, uh, you know, this game is pretty fun at first, but unlike LSPDFR, mod in Grand Theft Auto 5 you have to play by real cops duties you have no real freedom to goof around and you know it uh, goofing around sure people people quote unquote goof around like GTA is known for like that's what you do right that's how you're supposed to play the game you're supposed to be a criminal and do all these things but again in the context of the game, you're a criminal, right? So these things aren't unexpected. They're not outside of the realm of what you could potentially be doing, right, as a criminal. But this is a police simulator. You're supposed to be simulating a police officer's job. So you're not really supposed to be quote-unquote goofing around and just mowing down random civilians right and it's those kinds of sentiments that are vaguely concerning to me right because you go into this game explicitly to simulate a cop's job right you're gonna be a cop you're gonna issue traffic citations uh you're gonna issue a citation for jaywalking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, random, stupid nonsense. So, and in that sense, I would argue that if you're issuing citations for jaywalking, then you are a bad cop, because that's not, that's not something that you need to enforce, you know, like littering. But I digress. The real issue is that people want to... use this simulator and and just kill random people just for no reason right and that kind of thinking is what i think 
is concerning when we're talking about like school shootings and things like this. Yes, video games give you a certain amount of freedom and you can generally do whatever you want inside of them and you know they're not they're not real things. There's no real consequence and and I'm not saying that just because you want to kill random people in a police simulator, you know, that's not going to make you a mass murderer. I'm just saying I feel like there's a distinction between thought processes there. And it is vaguely concerning to me because, you know, if you don't, at least in my opinion, if you, it's potentially a lack of empathy, right? You can't empathize with these characters or maybe you just don't. Uh, or maybe you don't see the point in empathizing with these NPCs, right? Because they're NPCs. They're just digital ones and zeros. But you know, take that to the extreme. And, you know, if you're a, a lot of, you know, I was watching a documentary about the uh, Columbine school shooting, which happened here in Colorado. And in 2000, I think it was 2000. And they felt that they were superior to their classmates. They, at least the one guy, he felt like he was like way more intelligent than everybody he felt like nobody else deserved to live. Like he thought, and he thought he was going to get away with it. That was the plan, right? They were going to blow up the school and then shoot people while they were running out and then get away. That was the plan. So if you see other people as valueless, like these NPCs, you know, it's not a far stretch to me to go from that to killing actual people. Now, I could be way off base here and, you know, I'm generally not the guy that says that video games is are the reason people do these things. But I do think it can be an indicator of, like, somebody with an unsound mindset. It's just, it's just kind of disturbing to me. <laughs> but... You know, especially if they're adults, you know, if they're kids, it's kind of whatever, but especially as an adult, like you, you know, right from wrong, you know, you know, you can't, and maybe you're just fucking around and like, I just want to shoot somebody, you know, there, there are lines here, but like, I don't know. I, I am going to need to parse through that a little bit more because it, it's, here's the connection I see, right? Here's the connection. So I'm watching Moist Critical, and there was a guy in a stream who was threatening to go on a mass shooting, right? A rampage, a mass murder. So the stream contacted the FBI or whoever, and they show up to this guy's house and they arrest him. And, you know, he, he didn't have any weapons or anything. He didn't have any way to carry this out. But, and he told them it like his life isn't going well. And, you know, he, he apologized for making those threats, et cetera, et cetera. And he's being charged with, you know, certain crimes, but it's these kinds of, it's just, it, I don't know what it is about our culture, about gaming culture that, makes people 
like this you know like like so so you're having a bad time like i i don't i don't understand and i'll do some more research into this i don't understand how you go from my life kind of sucks to i'm going to kill 20 people i'm going to kill 30 people you know how 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 does one get there and is is the bridge kind of like you 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 know how serial killers have the quote unquote trifecta of things right they start by torturing animals and wetting the bed and having an obsession with fire you have those three things and you've you, you've got a lot of red flags for for a serial killer right it's but it, you know same way with the video games and shooting random NPCs. It's not like each individual thing is not necessarily indicative of a serial killer, right? We, you know, a lot of us have wet the bed when we were growing up. A lot of us really enjoy fire. You know, there's we. A lot of us have done things to animals that we're not proud of. Um, but you know, there aren't tons of serial killers out there. In the same way. You know, a lot of us have run over random NPCs and, like, got a kick out of it. You know, some of us have, yeah, we blew up Megaton in Fallout just for, just for the kicks and giggles. Uh, we've said a lot of things in streams and in chat rooms that we're not super proud of, you know, uh, made racist or homophobic uh, comments or you know whatever and, and but that's not that doesn't mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean you're actually racist it doesn't mean you know the you are homophobic it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean those things you know uh but when you have people with an unsound mind once again with access to these games and you know they they're saying you know, like this one guy, this, this first review was the really, it was the one that was really disturbing to me, right? Uh, where he asked for the jaywalker's ID and then he proceeds to shoot her and then arrest her. Like that, that's, that's a kind of, that's a kind of superiority complex that is concerning to me. Uh, especially when you combine it with a simulation where you're supposed to be a good cop and people are lamenting, you know, that they can't shoot random people. Those are the those are the situations where I start to get uncomfortable and I start to see some correlation. You know, is this are these games kind of a practicing ground for these mass shooters, for these mass murderers? Uh, you know, we're like they're practicing killing random people in real life, like in GTA. You know what I mean? And you could argue, you know, you take away the guns, you take away the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, I just don't. I, I, The answer escapes me at this point as to what is actually happening. But with this specific game, I can start to see a link. Now, again, I, I don't, I'm not sure what the actual solution would be because you can't go knocking on random people and you can't i mean like these things happen in private they happen 
you know, in the normal course of a day, <laughs> uh, and you can't like monitor how people are thinking as they're making these decisions. You can't like watch somebody play Red Dead, even if you have the metadata to say, you know, this person has killed X amount of NPCs. You know, we should flag him as a potential terrorist threat. Like, you can't do that because you have no idea what the intent is. And, you know, it again, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. But at the same time, maybe there is a link, you know? So, really, the, the point of this, not to be super down the point of this is that you, i just wish that the world were better to people i wish that people were better to people and i wish that <sighs> sickness of the mind were not a thing but it's uh it's pipe dream it's pipe dream i recognize that and uh we just have to deal with reality as it is. So anyway, uh, it is, I'm going to wrap this up on a more positive note. We're going to spend five minutes talking about how Justin Roiland feels that game pass is actually an added value for high on life. So high on life. Um, if you haven't played it, it's pretty fucking great. It's like, it's a story about, uh, uh, an alien crime, <laughs> Uh, syndicate that uses different alien they like smoke different aliens to get high and, and they find out that humans give like a really good high so they start harvesting earth and you, you're this random kid that likes playing video games and you become a bounty hunter and you know hunt down all the crime bosses it's it's hilarious it's creative it's so fucking good and it's free on game pass so it was announced uh, a couple of days ago that High on Life had one of the biggest game launches. It had the biggest third-party launch on Game Pass ever. And this is where this ties into the Microsoft Activision merger, right? Uh, where people are saying, you know, other 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 companies aren't going to be competitive, et cetera, et cetera. And it's bad for the consumer. But, like, one of Roland's thoughts for using game pass was one it's a he has a small small uh game development company and he's asking around he's like what do what do we is game pass the right option you know because we're not we're not making any money on the front and he was asking other developers and they say you know what here's here's the way it works and this is the actual quote right Quote, a lot of folks told me that non-Game Pass games that they ship versus Game Pass games get seven times the sales. So, and he goes on to say that uh, people that wouldn't generally play it end up becoming kind of evangelists uh, for the game. And here's the actual quote. Quote, These, those people, if you believe in what you've made and you really... And you really feel confident that you've made something special or different, and we do with our game, High on Life, those folks can become evangelists in a way for the title, which is what Squirrely and I are doing. You know, um, we're, we're telling people that it's 
I would pay $70 for this game. It's that good. Um, so, like, Game Pass, specifically, is it, it is good for developers. It's good for the market. It's good for consumers. And if Call of Duty hits Game Pass, I mean, shh, or any Activision game hits Game Pass or Blizzard game hits Game Pass, it's just, it's just good for everybody. When you have the ability to just play a game without... Uh, really investing the money into it i mean why not you're gonna do it right because it's free and then if you really enjoy it like high on life once it's once high on life leaves game pass i will buy that game yeah it may be at a discount but i'm going to buy that game that, that i mean i have to i have to own this game it's like it's just so good man so you know, and it ties into the AR, AI generated art and these kinds of things. Um, but giving people giving people free things is is generally going to get you somewhere, which is why drug dealers do it, right? <laughs> and that's why you should bust those drug dealers in that cop simulator. Anyway, guys, that'll uh, wrap it up for today. I hope you stay warm. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.